Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're off work and luckily for you. Old Dirty Show and T-Mill have the latest for you. And the latest is, uh, as... um, the Kansas City Chiefs celebrate their uh, their championship. They have their parade today, and uh, boy, the they let it ride a little bit. Travis Kelsey really got after it, and he uh, he found the inner uh, the inner masterpiece. Let me get let me get a little, little little Kelsey from you, Tyler. If you knew the Kansas City Chiefs were gonna have the best offense in the National Football League, let me hear you say, oh. Na 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 na. That's a good one right there. I like that one right there. If you knew Chris Jones was gonna be the best defensive player in the nation, let me hear you say, "Oh, na na na." That feels so good, don't it? Let me hear you say, "Oh, na 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 na." Yeah, yeah, Chris Jones, who won the Bidneric Award, apparently, according to Travis Kelsey, right. <laughs> the best defensive player of the nation in college. No, man, what it, what it makes me think about, Clint, is when the Astros win a championship again, because this window is open right now, and I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised at all if they came back and won a championship again, Clint. Like, they have got to have these experiences for the fans. They've got to allow these guys, and I know it's dicey, because these guys clearly, if you've seen or, or heard it, Travis Kelsey is clearly loaded. Patrick Mahomes is, I mean, three sheets to the wind. Uh, but these moments that you should be able to have and share with the fans, they missed that. And last year, or, or just, not last year, but this this past uh, this past year when they just won the championship during the parade, we didn't get any of that. We didn't get any player speeches or any conversations. We just got... We got about 17 guys on a float that comes through real fast that you had to, to Yeah, did, did you see Bregman? Did, oh, he was on that, he was on that he was in the front of that last float with Tucker. I never like saw even... Altuve. I tell you what. Yeah. I, I never saw. But I, I but I, I hope when the Astros win again that they do it right and allow like these players and the, and the fans to have these kind of moments. Bro. Yeah, yeah, this this twofold for me. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. The most recent championship obviously here in Houston is is the Astros and and what they're doing likely to get another one. In the next next handful of years, 
they got to do it right. I mean, there's no reason why you cram the entire team on three or four buses and and the fans that have been out there waiting for five hours for this to happen don't even get a chance to see their favorite players. And, and then there's no ending where they they speak somewhere and, and it is it is a, hell, you can go as long as you want kind of deal. Just let it ride. So, yeah, I think that's part of it. Show the Astros got the Astros got to be better. It's just, it's going to be your third time. The next time is going to be your third gotta time. Be ready. It's got to be better. It's got to be bigger. Um, it, number two, though, could you imagine what one would be like if the Texans ever won something oh, like no. this? If the Texans ever won a Super and they Bowl? Gave, and they gave <laughs> Damian Pierce that mic. What a day. Oh, <laughs> man. They gave Damian hey. Pierce that mic. Oh, Y'all ain't got man. life, but y'all love him. Hey, man, it would be. Can, can, you, all, can you all help me with this, though? And, and, and trailer rule and frame text line, you can do it. You can maybe help me, too. So the way that they have it set up in Kansas City, the same place where the draft is going to be held, that's where the parade like kind of ends, and they and they they have like a, a stage set up. Is there something downtown where they could they could set up? Like, is there a, a natural building or something? I just I just I don't know as well. Is yeah, there they, a natural place where they can set up? They did that the the first year we were talking about earlier, 2017. I want to say it was either on the courthouse, like the front yeah, of the the courthouse sense. downtown has a pretty big area. It was either there. It was somewhere with the the local government, but they had like a natural kind of big stage. I was gonna say, if they did, do they need to build one out or something like somewhere where it, where this is facing a, a, an open area or whatever they yeah. can they can they can have that where the crowd like they're looking upon the crowd that way. I don't know if they need. Yeah, to they, they can the figure that part of it out. It, it's just it's it's got there's got to be something there. How many people you think are in? You've been to that area before. You've seen it. How many people you think are in that in that area? I'm not talking about the whole program. I'm talking about that one area. Yeah, down that there. probably eight, eight, seven, eight hundred thousand. I mean, yeah, it's got to be right. I mean, yeah. there is, it is unbelievable. It's a sea of people down there. But what what a celebration, man! Winning is fun, and and uh, the celebration afterwards is even more fun. This is yeah. that that was cool, man. It was cool to hear. I, I I hadn't settled in and watched all of the different footage from all the guys. I doubt anybody's going to be more entertaining than Travis Kelsey. But I'm looking forward to. Uh, I always like the, the 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 parade, championship parade, Super Bowl parades, and and the the statements, the messaging that comes from it. The, the funny thing is what I think is being is coming out, a lot of quotes from it, is I think the Chiefs are now squarely about to put putting themselves into the God we hate them. God we because they are like and, and as somebody who is rooting for, they are really pushing the underdog thing. They yeah. Are, they are really pushing it. Just to, I think there were some people that like the Bart Scotts of the world who, who, who yeah. really didn't think they were going to get back here. Oh, I, I, look, but, I, hell, I'm guilty. I thought they were going to fall off big time without Tyreek Hill. But, I mean, not to the extent that they're – I mean, oh, yeah. they're, they're acting like the Lions just won it in some cases. Yeah. But, there's, <laughs> but, you know, no, nobody hates no, – I and mean, people don't hate anything more than somebody who's got the best player in the world in their team and, yeah. they're, and they're strolling in. <laughs> nobody, nobody thought we had. Look, nobody's ever booed yeah, a loser, the Chief, man. The Chiefs are – I think the Patriots were the last team that I think a lot of people hated. I think I think the Chiefs the are pa- sliding But the Patriots into. were really hard. They were really hateable. They, but, well, no, I disagree. They, they were – like, you, they were easy to hate, I mean, because they were champions. But, like, they were so buttoned up. They were so buttoned up, it was like – you didn't get like you didn't get the Travis like you didn't get that maybe you did and I just didn't hear it but but you know they were so buttoned yeah, up were. that you didn't you didn't get the the like Brady wasn't on we didn't see drunk Brady until but he they, won in Tampa but to, but the, but the Patriots had this 
which was true. An arrogance. An arrogance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like it and not even like a like I'd rather you have a trash talking arrogance than the I'm just better than you and right, 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 like right. Peons, the rest of them. and that that's what the, the Patriots Agreed. felt like. Yep. Uh to be like I think the I think the Chiefs are, are kind of more in the Golden State feel of it. But I think even with the Warriors, they started to have people that, that dislike them. Especially Tyler. That, that, that dislike <laughs> dislike the Warriors. And people, there are some people who are a little cool on Steph. I think there are people who are getting that way with, with Patrick Mahomes too. Na, 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 na. Five o'clock fire. All right, uh, Clint, in the division, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, their wide receiver, Calvin Ridley, he reapplies or he applies for reinstatement. Remember, he was traded from Atlanta over to Jacksonville. And, Clint, this is, this is interesting. Jacksonville took a big step up with Doug Peterson in year one, and now they're going to add Calvin Ridley, who is – is it fair to say the best receiver on their team? I know, I, know, I know Christian Kirk was really, really good this year, but is it fair to say the best receiver on their team? I, I, they, they could be adding someone better than what they have, and their passing game was pretty good last year and really took strides up with Trevor. This is a this is a team that is really taking steps forward. You feel good about where the Colts are if you're the Texans, where the Titans are. But now the Jags are adding Calvin Ridley if he is able to get through this gambling thing to their team. That that that's an interesting team to watch to see how how much better they get. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. As a Texans fan, I don't feel good about this. I I, I feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars are for real. I feel like they're gonna be a year better, year deeper into Doug Peterson's system. Trevor Lawrence is gonna be a year uh deeper into into his uh NFL career. And and as you said, I mean they're they're adding players that are Pro Bowl caliber players. Like, look, I mean, I, is he better than Christian Kirk? I think they're two different kind of receivers. I would venture to say, like, who would you rather have? I would probably, yeah, no, I know probably to it. I would rather have uh, Calvin Ridley than Christian Kirk. I mean, if I if I was guaranteed to get this year's Christian Kirk, then I then I would I would that's a different yeah. conversation. But I think Calvin Ridley has put more more out there in his career than than Christian Kirk. But look, you got. You got a, you don't have like one of the top end, high end, front end, you know, top heavy types of receiving cores, but you got a deep group of wide receivers in um, in Jacksonville, and you're adding one to the very top. Whether he's one A or one B, I don't I don't care how, how you want to slice it, but the, you know these guys, they're really really good. Zay Jones, yeah, they're offensive, they're I offensive, mean, they're offensive guys. They bring most of these guys back. Like, to me, Evan Ingram is somebody they got to bring back. They found something with him. Yeah, I mean, look, Evan Ingram had 766. Zay Jones had 823. Marvin Jones had 529. And, and I mean, you know, eight touchdowns for Kirk, five touchdowns for Jones, four touchdowns for Evan Ingram. I mean, they, they – and, and that was with them just starting to get get to know the offense yeah. and each other the first half. The second half of the year – they really picked up. Yeah. They really picked up, and you would think they would kind of push that into next year. Travis Etienne is is a is a a pass catching yeah, running yeah, back yeah. that's that's really really good. I mean they like it's I, hard I, to I think, think it's hard to think like in the off season where like what are what are their needs? Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Like when you like I'm just talking about legit needs. I'm not trying to say that that Jack that Jacksonville is is now right, you know right, at the right. upper echelon of the AFC, but when you just look at it, a team that has picked. First, the last two years, 
you look at it as like like what are glaring holes that they have? Like just glaring holes. Uh, you know, maybe another pass rusher mm-hmm. I think is probably yeah. the top priority. But you know, Josh Allen is pretty good over there. You get somebody on the other side, but their secondary is not bad. Their offense, you just roll through the weapons they have. Like that's a team that's starting to just all right. They're going to start adding stuff in the draft and adding stuff, you know, in a free eight in free agency where it's not like. Man, man, they got they need a center, they need a tackle, they need something. That that's an interesting team to watch to see what kind of jump they take. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I, yeah I'm with you. I'd be a little concerned about. It. I didn't mean to make y'all just that nervous about Jacksonville. <laughs> I know at times. No, I just think they're for real. Look, we've got a promo running where Sean says you got three things that the Texans yes. need to do to kind of exceed expectations. I think that's what the the I'm not paraphrasing a bit, but. Uh, one of them is Jacksonville to not be as good as they potentially could be yeah. after winning a playoff game. Um, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Jacksonville I think Jacksonville's there to stay. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl, but I think they're there to stay in terms of being a playoff team. I think they'll get better this year than they were last year. Um, they're going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, they are. Five o'clock fire. All right, uh, the Commanders, they interviewed uh, – Ravens, former Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman yesterday. They were going to interview Eric Bieniemy, uh, who is uh, who is in the parade right now. They're going to interview him, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, tomorrow for their vacant job. And Clint, I I'm curious. We understand. Hell, Andy Reid after the game said, you know, we'll we'll see. I hope that Eric is able to go somewhere to run his show, uh, which I think they are going to they are going to, to separate from. He's going to separate from Kansas City at some point this year and Washington is somewhere he's going to interview. I think Arizona has an opening still as well. Washington to me, it's, it's, it's tough from going from the, maybe the best organization in the sport to, I think arguably the worst organization, especially when you take the owner and everything in the sport. Boy, this, uh, I wonder if this is a place where he can accomplish what he is looking to accomplish. And that is show people he can run a, a good offense yeah. with him and it be under him and it be him calling the plays and it be him fully running uh, meetings and running the offense. Yeah, th- this is an interesting one for me, man. I, I don't know if Jonathan Gannon's interested in Eric Bieniemy out in Arizona or not. I don't know if that's going to that's gonna come around the, the bend here pretty What's quick. Up, but, but when it's all said and done, man, you, you look at Washington and the commanders right now, dysfunctional front office. Sam Howell appears to be – the the quarterback that they at least as of today would would um, would, would be the the man, um, and look, I, I mean Ron Revere, I like him, man. He's always been up and down as as a as a head coach record wise. Uh, this year, hell, I think at one point I don't know if he was joking or not. It seemed to be dead serious. Didn't even realize that they had been um, they had been you know what am I looking for? They had been uh, eliminated from yeah. the, the playoffs. Um, that's a I don't know, man. If you're Eric Bieniemy, you're like, all right, I got one shot at this thing. I got to get out of here, and, and I've got to prove that that it wasn't Andy that I can stand on my own. I'm a standalone offensive mind and a potential head coach. I I just don't know that Washington is the is the route to go. Yeah, it just you just don't know. I mean, you got to do it at some situ- point. You I, don't know what the quarterback situation is because around the quarterback is you can you can get something. I think they got a good old line. They got a good running game. Couple of backs back there, uh, a good, a really good receiver. They just paid. Yep. They got some. They got some, 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 some parts there. But you're right, man. You're sitting there with Taylor, Taylor Heineke, and and Sam Howell right now. Well, it's just going to be and a, 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 and a huge... defensive-minded coach. Yeah. Who you. 
it's going to be a big drop off, man. I mean, that, that's that's the the. But I mean, look, you're, he's in that position, and he's got to make the jump at some point in time. And and it's 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 unfortunate that he has to make that jump, but it's where he's at right now. And and I I, I do wonder though if Arizona's going to call. I I would. You like I, if, you like Arizona as a much better fit. Oh for yeah, him. oh yeah, a- absolutely. I I like Arizona, and and because you got a quarterback that's got again plays the game in a similar fashion to to Pat Mahomes in terms of off schedule, off platform, can hurt you with his legs, can do some things in the run game with his legs. Obviously, can ultimately you got a quarterback that you believe you can go out there and win because of, uh, and not have to you know not not be just a a uh, you know a guy that that is keeping the, the the train on the tracks. This is a guy that could actually Game go out manager, there and win yeah, yeah. games for you. So, yeah, I, I would think I, if I were Eric Benemy, I'd be more willing to make that jump to Arizona than I would be Washington. Neither are ideal situations. Because the offense he run, that he runs, thinking he's going to take from what he's doing with Andy, could fit Kyler in a way. Yeah, and DeAndre Hopkins. and I mean, they, they got there, they yeah. got uh, Hollywood Brown out there. They, you yeah. know, they, there's, I think they got some pieces Zachary out there. Out there. They got some be- they're, they're much better than, than what last year, how last year ended up. Uh, I don't know that I can say that for for Washington, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Depending on what quarterback they would get, and even if they went the free agent route, I'm not sure how many free of the free agent quarterbacks mm-hmm. excites him. I mean, Aaron's not going there, so I don't know what free agent quarterbacks excite Eric Bieniemy to go there. We'll see. We'll see if he has, if uh, if what the move is there, <clears throat> if he uh, if he goes to Washington. But Greg Roman has already interviewed there um, <clears throat> uh, yesterday. We'll see which uh, which route that Washington goes with their uh, their OC job. All right, coming up. You know, there's a, there's a lot of things to like about what the Texans are doing with their staff. But there is one thing, one thing that they have failed to do that we certainly hope that they look at doing and hopefully look at doing quickly. We'll discuss what that is coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. You know, <clears throat> I sense a, I sense a little jealousy in your your heart right now, Clint. Well, you you're uh, you're mistaken. A lot of things I am jealous ain't one of them, but I'll, I'll hear you out. I just want I want to read this to you. Okay, this is the uh, this is the Carolina Panthers coaching staff. Oh man, head coach Frank Wright, former head coach the Colts, know him well. Offense, you remember him, James Campen. Offensive line coach. He was here. Yep. Passing game coordinator, Parks Frazier. He called plays for the Colts last year. Quarterbacks coach, Josh McCown. He was about to get hired as the head coach here. The, wait, the OC is Parks Frazier? No. The, what, uh, what they, what they, what, what's his title? The, he is the uh, passing game coordinator. Passing game coordinator. He's yeah. the one that called plays when Frank got fired. Yeah, he's the one that was in, uh, in yeah. Indy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Josh McCown, quarterbacks coach. Deuce Staley, assistant head coach. And running backs coach. Ooh, I like that one. Deuce was who's been in Detroit, who had been in Philly for a long time. A lot of experience in the coaching ranks. Ejiro Ivaro, defensive coordinator, who had been interviewed by everybody uh, to be their head coach. Dom Capers with a comb over, who is a senior defensive assistant, uh, who has been uh, around and a head coach for years. Comb over Capers? Yeah, it's rough. Boy, look at that. Look at that piece. Yeah, it's, God, I don't know if it's real. Man, I don't um, know if it's real. Uh, yeah, that's that looks like a Marv Albert rest rest uh, a, 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 harm, a a Marv Albert wig on top of his head. And then Jim Caldwell is an offensive uh, assistant, a senior assistant for this team. They got one, two, three, three former head coaches on this staff. They've got guys who have coached for a long time, like Deuce Staley and James Campen for different guys. Uh, and Evero, who many people believe can be a head coach down the line, Josh McCown, somebody a lot of people, at least well, at least one or two people, believed could be a, a head coach down the line. That is a, a staff mixed with a lot of experience in there. And when you look at the Texan staff, Glenn, I don't think I know you don't see the same thing right now. And that is a that is a major difference. One one, one way of doing it. Of what the Panthers are doing to what the Texans. Well, I, I just I, look. I I don't. I think you look at at the, the. There's different ways, different trains of thought, if you will. And 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 I'm not knocking any of them. I just firmly believe in resources. I firmly believe in if you have inexperienced individuals in the building, then give them resources to grow, to develop, to 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 bounce ideas off of. Um, as much as you possibly can. And, and the truth of the matter is, in today's football, whether we're talking about college or pro, 
if you got the money, then I don't know why you wouldn't put resources in the building, right? You look at Saban. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what Saban has done. And, and, I mean, every coach that's failed in college, that's been at a major D1 program, that's got a big name, turn, flip the TV on this year. I can't think of who's been fired as of late. They'll be on the sideline at, at Saban. They'll be in some kind of <laughs> advisory role with, with, with Saban is at Doug Alabama. Is Doug Marone still over there? I don't know. If, well, no, he may he may have Bingo. left with, with Bill O'Brien. With Bill, but you're yeah. right. He had, Doug, he had Doug Marone. He had Bill O'Brien. I know he had Butch. Uh, what's, what's my man's name out of that was at Tennessee? Now he's at Arkansas but, oh, State. Yeah, Butch, uh, um, what's Butch. Butch's last name, man? Butch oh, Jones? Yeah. Um, Davis. I mean, yeah. what's what's the old – another one, Tennessee guy. Was it Tennessee? Um, dad was a big Pruitt. name. Uh, no, but he's. I think he's back Jeremy there as well. Pruitt. Yeah, he's back. Um, but, but anyway, so, so you get my point. It's like there's just – there's value in having like guys that have experienced what you're paying someone to experience and get through for the first time. And and I I just I think it's a valuable valuable opportunity. Uh it, it's great to have guys in the building that you can bounce ideas off of. I said this earlier, wouldn't it be great for Jonathan Gannon right now to have a long-in-the-tooth veteran defensive coordinator in the building getting paid by the Arizona Cardinals for them to sit down and over the next two weeks put a plan together versus any kind of burst motion and a stacked formation inside the 10-yard line, which he just got smoked on two different times in the Super Bowl. Wouldn't it be nice to sit down with a couple of guys that that, – have skin in the game. I'm not talking about guys that are doing you a favor. I'm talking about guys that are that are there to be a sounding board. They're there for the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator to go, hey, man, here's what we're struggling with putting a package together. How did you look at this? How have you always viewed this? Where did you fail? Where did you have success? And that guy can, can then can be a resource. I, in today's game, I don't know why you wouldn't do that the way that, Frank Reich is in yep. in Carolina. I don't know why. I damn sure don't know why you wouldn't do it in a place like Houston, where you have a lot of young, unproven guys, inexperienced guys that have that are tasked with rebuilding an organization that you know just simply looking at the roster, being the worst roster or the least talented roster in the NFL. There's going to be growing pains. There's gonna be there's gonna be huge growing pains, and and through that, why wouldn't you have some dudes in the building that have been through this before? And They've I, rebuilt organizations, and again, don't don't like I'm not saying guys that that have that walk around and and just just randomly insert themselves into what's going on. No, you're a sounding board. You're an advisor. You don't speak unless you're spoken to. But you're a paid advisor on a daily basis to to analyze and, and observe what's going on in the building, whether it's in the season on the football field or in the offseason. And when somebody comes, you can go, hey, how, do, how would you handle this? How would you handle that? What is your experience with these kind of things? Boom, you got two or three of them right there in the building. And that's why I, I think it's – that's why I think it's more important because I've seen this on the text line. Well, Gary Kubiak is somebody he can dial up oh. at any point. I get it, but I but I, I think the person has to be there. I I, I think it's got to be someone or someone's. Hell, it don't got to be just one. Yeah, no. I just read off four or five. 
Yeah. Like even even Deuce Staley, he'll, somebody like that that's been around, he's been an assistant head coach for multiple yeah. multiple teams. I think it has to be somebody who's there every day and not just somebody, hey, man, let me let me call up Gary and say, Gary, would you do this? Yeah, that's a yeah. resource. But it's got to be somebody there every day because you just got a group of – you got a guy who's never been a head coach going to be a head coach. You got a, a guy who's never called plays on offense calling plays. You got, I mean, and you got a group of guys around. Quarterback them. coach. It's never been a quarterback coach. You, All you of them OC's, never, yeah, never I mean, done their jobs before. Not to say they can't. No, not but, at all. But to me, you would, you would think just boy coming in and in a place where, you know, it's not been going great here of late. You would like, you would like to, well, to have that as a reference point. Somebody around who's done it. Well, let's let's be really clear. There is a huge difference in what I'm talking about. And and Gary Kubiak being picking up the phone when when D'Amico or or Bobby Slowick calls him, yeah, right. You 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 pay a guy, and they pay him handsomely. You pay a guy to be in the building, and and what that guy is do, you're paying him to stay up on. If it's an offensive minded guy, you're paying him to stay up on everything on the offensive side of the of the ball. How are we game planning? How are we designing? How how are we attacking training camp? How are we handling situational football? Not big picture, how does the NFL handle it? Not even your opinion, how you handle it. How are the Houston Texans handling all of these different things? How are they attacking cover two? How are they attacking man-to-man coverage, right? And you just sit there, and you're, you just, you know. You, you, you know what's going on. You study what's going on. So that when Bobby Slowick comes to you and goes, hey, coach, I'm really struggling with this particular, this part of the game, this personnel attacking this coverage, coach, you know what we're doing already. We're paying you to, to, in your mind, know what the hell's going on so that when I come to you and ask you a question, you can give me an, a, a very inside, educated opinion, not just pick the phone up, and, and and not know anything that's going on in the building, and you just give me an an an, an expert opinion, generally about football. No, no, I'm talking about you pay those guys to be in the building, so that you know, hey man, this is when we come to you. It is a very educated, well informed Texan opinion, not a football opinion. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, t- about the team. Like, That's it. Not just That's what it. you've done. Well, what do they say? You look at Carolina, man, and this is one of the things. Like, Jim Caldwell, one of the things that I think sticks out when I hear Jim, other than other than just being a, obviously a good a good coach being in the NFL, is Dan Orlovsky and several other people talking about how, how he was building culture there and how good he was at that and how good he was at relating to players. You don't think there's a, a, a culture problem in Carolina? I would imagine to some degree there's some kind of culture problem. Hell, they traded away a really good receiver that spouted off about Baker Mayfield before Baker Mayfield ever put a helmet on. Like, you've got some issues there. And I'm not saying Frank Reich and Deuce Staley can't handle those issues. But I know Jim Caldwell's pretty experienced at that, dealt with it in Detroit. Yep. I mean, you don't think that it'd be a, a resource to go Dom to him Capers. and go like, hey, man, what do you think? Well, you know, He's over here trying to figure out which one I want to go to. I want to go to Dom Capers. Do I right. want to go yeah. to Jim Caldwell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just think there is – Or myself. It, it's a thing in today's – football world if you've got the money you've got the money in, with the Texans you've got a very young staff why would you not have a couple of guys and I'm not talking about Romeo Cornell if everybody wants to bring Romeo Cornell up I think Romeo was was would have been a resource I think Bill O'Brien was a head coach that didn't want to ask anybody he didn't want to lean on anybody he hired a bunch of yes men around him 
It's how they got in the situation they were in. He hired a bunch of yes men around him because he didn't want no advice. I'm talking about a young head coach that would be willing to be a, to, to go to those guys and, and, and use those guys as a resource and a sounding board. I think it'd be unbelievably valuable. Mm. Do you think we are going? Would you think we're going to have the potential to see the best of Davis Mills? Do you think in this new system? Think about what the 49ers have done. Do you think? We can see a better Davis Mills. We'll discuss coming up next. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 20610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, as we were discussing, as as, uh, as Clint has said, like, hey, man, the, 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 and I agree with him, the, the one thing that you'd like to see is a little bit of experience on this coaching staff uh, that, that it seems like they're lacking at the moment. Uh, a lot of first-timers in their roles. And uh, as someone on the text line says, those old heads aren't head coaches for a reason. Flip side is sometimes those guys get stuck in their ways. Uh, these uh, young guys may be a, a good thing. I, and, I, and I said this earlier, Clint, and, and, and I'll, I'll stand by it. Like, there is no field in which you are somebody who is brand new to what the job is that you can't seek or wouldn't be helped by somebody who has walked in the shoes, who has who has experienced what it is that you're you're doing. Like I, I I'm not saying, like, hey man, like get them to, to put together the scheme. Hey man, you know what you you run a four three. Now, hell man, I done got this man. I'm gonna run a three four now. I'm not saying that. Like it's about, hey man, you've never had the pressure and had the, the thought of, hey you run the you got to make the playbook. You've got to scheme up this offense. You've got to put together the practice. You've got to put all of all of these things, the little things, with you not had experience in any walk of life, whether you're a dentist, whether you are working a warehouse, whether you're a teacher, whatever you do. Like, it is never any harm to go and, and talk to people and pick the brain of people who have been in the spaces that you have been in before. Yeah, look, I, I, think, I think that's a – I mean that's a fool's way of thinking. I mean if 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 I had that's like if I had the chance right now to sit down with a guy that's been in the radio business for 25 years for me to say ah nah, no thanks man I, I'm, not, I'm not interested. You know I, like that like that that that's just that this doesn't make like that's you're not going to grow you're not going to get better like if you don't if you don't yearn for and 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 expect and hope to be poured into and be given every resource that you possibly can to put the best product on the field, then 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 you're crazy, man. Like, like there, there is no doubt, and again, I'm just giving examples here, there's no doubt that Bobby Slowick left with Shanahan's playbook. 
And there's no doubt that Bobby Slowick and Kyle Shanahan had conversations late this season of like, Damn, you know what, man? In our two-by-two two formations, we, we just weren't very good. The hell's wrong, man? Why, why are we not better out of our two-by-two two formation? Why are we not better out of our, our one-back, one-tight-end, three-wide receiver set? We've got to expand that package. Why are we not better in third and six? You know, why are we not better from inside the 10-yard line? Our passing game sucks inside the 10-yard line. Okay? Well, if I'm Bobby Slowick, I'd love to sit down with Gary Kubiak and say, Coobs, how'd y'all, how'd you, what'd you do? What was your, give me your top five plays, pass plays, inside the five-yard line. And, and give me every step. I want every depth, every step, every landmark. I, I want everything. Give it to me. You pull one play out of those five Gary gives you, you've won. Why would you not want that sounding board? Why would you not want that resource? In fact, if I'm Cal and, and Hannah McNair, I'm looking at my staff and I'm going, I got a general manager that knows one head coach, that knew one head coach his whole career. I, I've got I've got D'Amico Ryan's who's been a defense coordinator two two years, been under the same coach, been under the same head coach, right? I mean, I, I, what like there's there's very little experience just relative to these guys. I'm talking about your decision makers. I'm not talking about your D line coach. I'm not talking about whoever you're gonna hire as your wide receiver your, coach. Your coordinators, your your, your GM, your the top four, your, your the top four decision makers in your organization that aren't the owners. Right, that are football people. Like, like there, there's relatively speaking, there's very minimal experience and exposure to other ways of doing things. Like, why would you not want to? Why would you not want to pay a resource to be in the building to to be a sounding board, to be an advisor, to be there if and only if Bobby Slowick or D'Amico Ryan's needs it. And, I, and I'll just go by the words of D'Amico Ryan's himself. He said, I want diversity. Yeah. Not just in, in, in race, but diversity in terms of experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I, 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 I am really intrigued as they fill out the rest of this coaching staff what that will be we, and what that will look like. Well, so we don't, have, we don't have an assistant head coach. We don't have a wide receiver coach or a running back coach. I, I, I believe that's where the staff's at right now. Um, and I keep going back to, and I don't care what anybody thinks, I'm just talking about the resume. I keep going back to Anthony Lynn's title, former San Diego Chargers head coach, offensive-minded head coach. I keep going San Francisco, on that San Francisco staff. He was a running backs coach and I believe assistant head coach. And so best case scenario, in my opinion, best case scenario is if you get a head coach, former head coach, that is willing to be a position coach, and you got to pay him a little extra because he ain't working for for position coach money. So you make him the assistant head coach. Now you've got that sounding board really invested in what you're doing because he's coaching the running backs or the wide receivers or whatever it is he's going to end he's up. He's there coaching. every day and he knows. Oh them. yeah, hey, and he's got a vested interest in what the hell you're doing. That would be. But Anthony Lib would be fantastic. He's come on, man. He's a head coach. He was an offensive coordinator. Knows D'Amico. Knows Slowick. He did it. Yeah, he did. Like he would be great. I I, I wonder if Kyle likes him on the staff too. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, that would fit the bill. Like that's somebody. I mean, you just have a bunch of guys 
that just haven't held the jobs they've had before. Not not to say that they're going to fall on their faces, but I mean that is an interesting deal of just got a, everybody up the top. Like Matt Burke is the only one who has held his job before for a year and a half as a defensive coordinator with yeah. the Dolphins. Like I mean that just and 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 then and not just and not just that, but as of right now, there is nobody in the building that has also held those jobs before. Right, like there's nobody in the building that's ever been an offensive coordinator, let alone your offensive coordinator ever being an offensive coordinator. There's nobody else in the building who's ever been a head coach, let alone your head coach never being a head coach. This bro, you, I mean, could you? Ima- I'm just thinking from a quarterback's perspective. I've already told you, Gerard Johnson's the mo- to me, other than D'Amico Ryan's, that, that that that's the the, the biggest hire uh, that that I've seen. I, I just I'm stoked about. The opportunity for him and his family to get back down here, sure, but but I, I'm I'm really stoked for his background and and what he's going to mean for the quarterback room. But you don't think it would be unbelievably valuable for that dude to pick the brain of an Anthony Lynn, who was with Philip Rivers, who was with was he was you no know, he wasn't with Justin Herbert a year was he or was he yeah, yeah he, he was. was I mean don't you think it would be valuable for that dude to be able to to, to pick the brain of of somebody that's been a head coach, mm-hmm. somebody that's been a play caller, right? Right. right. Think about that, think yeah. about it right now. Your quarterback coach, Gerard Johnson, as good as I think you, there's not a person on that in that building over there that's called offensive plays before. Mm-mm. I mean, Bobby's not even been a quarterback coach. <laughs> I mean, he's it, just been a passing just, game coordinator. The more we talk about it, the more I'm like, hey, there ain't no, there ain't no. It's it's a no brainer. Yeah. That you that you put a couple of guys in that building over there, that uh, that that can that that can be a that resource for these guys. And coming up behind us, uh, stay tuned right here on Sports Radio six ten because the general manager Nick Casario will join Texans All Access Rock tonight. And roll, meow. Thank you. Right behind us, uh, he'll join Texans All Access uh, uh, tonight with Vandermeer and John Harris, and then following that, the best of. With Tyler Builder, so hey, stay tuned for that. Hey, show you. Do you think Vandermeer likes when Tyler plays that that drop right there? Rock and roll, meow. You think he likes that, Tyler? You think it makes him smile in his in his uh, in his studio? Isn't the, the he a, isn't he studio? a cat guy? Um, no, he's a dog guy. A dog guy. But when he was doing that, he was trying to talk to McLean's cat, who uh, stumbled into their broadcast. I'll be dang. Yeah, you heard like a cat in the background, and everyone on Texas All Access was like, "What? What the heck?" And McLean was like, "Oh, that's my cat. That's my cat. I'm sorry." We'll have to ask him next time we see him. Oh, McLean looks like a cat guy. Yeah, he does. He looks like McLean looks like yeah, he. Po- yeah, he certainly does. He looks like he'd post up in a recliner, fill that sucker up, and uh, <laughs> and and just let that cat crawl all over him. John McLean, while he's, watching, out, while he's watching football, in and out of naps, in and out of naps. In and out of nap time, man. Oh, you got No, man, he ain't filling that recliner up like he used to. Come on, to, man. man. Not like he used to, but he's still a big he fella. A, Booger, I mean, he, he he seems like he sits hard. Oh, no question. Oh, he sits really like, hard. All, like falls into. Like he seems like he falls into the a minute lazy John McClain and that lazy boy goes on up. N- no question. It. And John hits that old. <sighs> yes, yes. The uh, minute he sits down. Well, think sorry. About, you think about how John gets up. Oh, it's a rock. And there ain't no doubt it's a rock. Hey, I got up like that were yesterday. You, were you working here? Were you, 
Were you working here when when uh, I think you were when when he came when when uh, the old boss gave him that parking pass that was way away from the oh. for the World Series when uh-uh. we were down at Minute Maid Park oh. when he came, when oh, he came God running. yeah when he almost died up there when he came up them steps like you sounded like I'll never forget it it's the only time where you you weren't there were you? no yeah. you were there I was out you there, there. With y'all. yeah it was one of the the sound broadcasts like, I got bro. to be at sound like Red Fox or Stanford hey coming up when he came around that corner and I saw him hey when he got up Ooh. in that you should have seen him when because then he had to crawl them stairs to get to the the conference yeah. room we were in he was not happy hey man I honest to God was worried about him yeah like I thought we were going to call an ambulance yeah yeah me too I I was he wanted the water. I was ready to douse it over his head. <laughs> like that man. But hey, man, he was, I remember I mean, y'all were coming back it, from was break, it, and he was like, "Let's go, hey, let's go." He, he was sat sweating down and through, went to man. MF and he he sat down and went to MF and everybody involved. And, uh, he was hot, man. <laughs> Can you hear me? My my he respect for John McClain grew that day. He was picking them up and putting them down. Ooh. I know, I know, they didn't put him in that in that deep walk again. Next time, up I, everybody's I believe butt. I lost him. Next time, I believe John was dropped off at the spot. <laughs> he wasn't here. John was just, no, oh, but like, damn, like we funny. laughing now, but there was there was about a there was about a seven minute period where I was wor- really worried about John, like because he had to come up. It was about seventeen steps he had to negotiate his way up, and he just he got to that end. When, <sighs> I could I said, hear him breathing oh, when he came in. in. Like I just said. I could hear him cussing from around the corner. Yeah, he, yeah, he let it out, boy. He's he was not happy. It. Yeah, he let it out. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. But uh, John ain't going to be on there tonight, but Nick Casario. So uh, make sure you listen to that, boy. Nick, 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 I'm sure he'll bring it. You think Nick uh, Nick got a little Master P in him? Like we Absolutely said. not. You don't uh, think if we said, if, Nick, if, if I give me a little in, Master if P. If I walked in and said, uh, nah, 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 he'd be like, I think Nick would be like, the hell are you doing? I'm the colonel. I think no, no way, no way, I, no way, zero chance. He said, "No, I'm more of a Mia X type." No, type. <laughs> no, <laughs> there ain't a chance in hell, man. Uh, I bet you, I bet you knows a little. I bet you heard this before. I bet he's heard the beat before. He's been, you don't know. God, like he, look, let me tell you what. I don't I know just, what's going on in New England, but if they if they didn't play, if there wasn't like a three or four year span. Where this wasn't blaring in their weight room while their team was in there lifting, I got a really question to kind of catch their head. <laughs> they was just letting it go. By. That's it. That's it. Uh, Albert Hainsworth in there just. Like, hey, that's it, man. <laughs> like, like, right. look, if them cats wasn't banging this, look, if they weren't banging this, and and then Aaron Rodriguez, or what was his name? Aaron Gonzalez was out there. Hernandez out there. Hernandez. What I say? I went over every Hispanic Rodriguez, name except Gonzalez. the right one. That'll be a race card on in the loop tomorrow. Hernandez. You know the what I'm was talking about? Next, no, I didn't. No, I knew it was a long one with Ez on the end of it. I knew it was a long oh is. Clint, great job today until the end. Tyler, great job <laughs> as well. I am Rod to show Hughley as always, Houston. We love you, baby. Jonathan Gannon, baby. Message to Cardinals fans. What's up, Bird Gang? Hey, say hello to Texas fans. He would have said, what up, H-Town? What up, H-Town? Just want to say R.I.P. Pimp C. <laughs> oh, God. He would have said that. Out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.